Have you ever been gaming or working online classes and your internet service constantly gets interrupted? First Nations Fiber is about to ensure that just won't happen again. Get ready for high speed at a new level. Click on fnfiber.com and sign up today. First Nations Fiber, empowering people through connectivity. Hey everyone, my name is Jordan Standup. I'm the assistant editor here at Yuri Wizley, and today I'm joined by two special guests in studio. I have Wasandio Mantor and Cheyenne McCumber of the Ganawaga Youth Center. They're here to discuss all things winter carnival, including some of the activities that are still going to be coming up this week. So Wasandio, could you tell us a little bit about what's going to be happening? Yes. So on Monday the 23rd, we had Dede Wajironyo, and that's the Ganyageha Variety Show hosted by the Cultural Center. It's been a long time since it's happened due to COVID. For everyone who has been anticipating that show, it's definitely always a sight to see because of all the elementary school groups that get involved, the Raudi Wananirat's culture and language program who get involved. They do skits and songs and everything is in Ganyageha. It is just really well attended and really well organized. And that event hasn't happened in quite a few years, if I understand correctly. It really hasn't. Uh, like I said, due to COVID, with all the restrictions in place. So once we approached KOR to come back on board with the Dead de Wajarunyu, they immediately were on board for it. So a lot of people were definitely talking about the the return of Dede Wajarunyu. Of course. And it, like I said, it's so well attended. Normally, the it's standing room. Whoever got to get out there and see the show was a really good show. <laughs> and of course, the action continued on Tuesday as well. Yeah. So we're doing um gladiator challenge. It's just like <laughs> the American gladiator that used to be on the TV in the 90s. So we're bringing it back for the 50th with the Ganawage Youth Center. We're going to start it at 3 p.m. for the after school program with all the elementary schools in Ganawage as well as 6 p.m. opening up to community. We have teams of four. So we have two males, two females, but they have to include one minor under the age of 18. It's all going to be a, through a point system. We have joust. We have Powerball. We have, we're using our rock wall at the youth center. There was one more thing and I... Ball blaster. That's it. So we did talk with a lot of community members in the past that ran the event. Uh, we had Tommy McCumber, Sharon Rice, Darren Stacy, who all gave some input for this event. Where it started with KCS, and they originally did it at the old survival school. Then with, they had it another year at the arena. They even showed us old t-shirts from what they had in the past. Surprise, they're still around because <laughs> it's been many years. So it's going to be a fun event. It's a new event to some. And if you want to come and check it out on that day, great. Everybody's welcome. There is also a $40 team entry fee that at the end, one team will be the winner and get all the money. So the pot of registration is going to the winners. And I was actually going to mention that for Wednesday of this week, it's going to be an outdoor carnival day, but we also had an outdoor carnival day for one of the local schools last week, right? Yes. We actually host an outdoor carnival day for every school in the community who attended elementary. Over the last three years, 
due to COVID, we actually went to each school and hosted uh, outdoor activities. But this year we got to bring it back to bring them all together again. So it was hosted at Grinoha and the sports complex. We had approximately like 700 participants throughout the day doing everything from snowshoes, skating, broom balls, snow soccer, obstacles, sliding, you name it. We're just getting them outside, physically active. And like this one, uh, we're going to the high school, KSS. We started that last year. As much as we wanted to do it in the past, we just never had the manpower, I guess. And this year, uh, last year we started it. It was such a hit that we had students calling their friends saying, get to school <laughs> instead of them leaving school. So we run different activities over there because they're older and bigger and can withstand a lot more. <laughs> so we bring out the fat bikes and the snowshoes and cross country skis. And we do uh, a varied version of uh, capture the flag where there's uh, some tackling. <laughs> and then we have broom ball. And this year we actually are bringing in a company to do fat shoes fat so shoes. fat shoes is they're gonna have big shoes on playing soccer inside the gym so it's gonna be awkward running uh it's gonna be different which is the fun part of it last year you did sumo soccer we did sumo soccer last year so this year we're bringing fat shoes and axe throwing yep don't <laughs> worry it's plastic and <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be outdoors <laughs> And you know it's going to be a good event if the kids last year were calling their friends and making sure that they got to school for that. Right. And that was one of our biggest highlights last year because we were going, okay, we know how high school students are going, I'm not participating. So we expected half. We had a little bit less than half. And then listening to these students on their cell phones going, get to school. You're, we're having so much fun. We were going, that was a success. So now with uh, this year... We're hoping that we're going to have a higher participation rate overall. Excellent. And there's also some uh, evening activities on Wednesday as well. Yes, the fun doesn't stop. <laughs> so we have our annual four-on-four -four lacrosse tournament. We actually still have two openings for eight teams. We have six teams registered right now, so there's still time for four teams to register. It starts at 6.30. It's four-on-four, -four, one minor per team. Like every other event that we do host, we're always looking at including full family units. So it's always like a female and a minor and and then the all the men who want to get out all their uh, athletics during the winter. But it's the uh, same thing, 13 years and older, teams, eight teams, four on four, full goalie equipment. Um, it's a round robin style tournament and it's at the KYC. And I know those tournament, the four-on-four -four lacrosse tournaments always get real popular because I've covered a few and to try and get into the gym during one of those nights is almost impossible. Exactly. It's because we can't really line up chairs <laughs> for them to watch because of the, the game. We have, our lobby is so packed with people peeking through that little window that we have. And um, because in the past, we definitely had some minor lacrosse teams go on against uh, like Thunder's team, the Chiefs. Right, you know, some of the so, grown men. Yes. <laughs> so it is always well attended. It's one of those last minute ones everyone asks for lacrosse. And then we're going, how come we didn't get a full registration yet? And then on that day, we're, we're turning teams away. In typical Gunawage fashion, don't Tip. wait until the last minute to sign up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you were actually just talking about how important it is to incorporate families into all the events. And uh, Thursday kicks off with uh, a family event, actually. 
family tubing trip is Thursday. We have it set up to where the staff are going to help take 30 participants from the after school program to go on this trip, as well as inviting the community and families to come and join in on the fun. So everybody's included. If your grandmother wants to go, if your aunt or uncle, mom, dad, everybody is invited. Sign up through our gunawagayouthcenter.ca and the bus is going to be leaving at 10 a.m. It should be a fun day and get your snow pants on and (laughs) bring an extra pair of gloves in case they get wet. (laughs) All right. Thursday night on January 26th, we're having three-on-three pond hockey tournament at the rink in Gunawage. It's going to start at 6.30. We have eight teams, so it is full. We're at our max. It's gonna. We're going to have two teams playing at the same time. It is 13 years and up. Stop by the youth center. We're going to give out oranges and water. Supermarché Idia, your one-stop grocery store for your everyday needs. Offering regular groceries as well as Afro-Caribbean and international food products. Looking to save money? Then Supermarché Idia is the right place for you. Located at 72 Boulevard Saint-Jean-Baptiste in Chattergay, behind the A&W. Open seven days a week. For more information, check out their website at idiasupermarket.com. That's I-D-I-A supermarket.com. So we always end our work week of our winter carnival with our annual polar plunge. We've now done the polar plunge, what, like 26 years? Is that how many times ago we jumped? (laughs) I think she's at about that mark now. Right? So it's happening on Friday and always happens at lunchtime. So everyone is able to get on their lunch breaks and head on over to KYC to watch our local celebrities jump into the nice cold water. And this year we have lots of new staff at the KYC. So we have a a full lineup there. We also have all of the youth who are a part of the cultures of the South Pacific jump in because that all of the proceeds from this year's polar plunge is going to the travel group so they are already out there uh, asking for pledges from the community to watch them jump as well as everyone else who is participating like we know there's somebody from k103 we know that there is mck normally we have some pks and rowdy one on near dots i don't really no, if uh, and Yuri was there. Yeah, we're gonna try to get some of these hosts jumping this year. <laughs> no, no, just where I got quiet now. <laughs> <laughs> we need some experience. Now I've run out of questions. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, that's the end. No, I'm just kidding. But um, yeah, so we always go live on our Facebook page um, as our participants come out of the building, and they're all getting announced. We announce the amounts they raise and everything like that, and then they take the plunge. <laughs> and it's always a good end to the the winter carnival, although it's not the actual end this year. <laughs> this year we got a bonus. We got a Saturday event. We also have a Friday night event. Yeah. So let's go backtrack. So polar plunge. I have to do it this year. I am not excited <laughs> at all. I wish I could call in sick. I wish I could move away. I don't want to do it, but I am doing it for the fun of the community. She's doing it for the people. So, 
And this Pledge is one of, the, no. <laughs> one of the events that no matter what kind of weather we have, it happens. Rain, snow, sleet, sun, anything goes. I'm hoping for sun and hot water. <laughs> <laughs> You'll get the sun probably, but not hot water. <laughs> and it always seems like regardless of the weather, people will always show up to participate and people always show up to watch. So that's the beauty of an event like that. Yep. It's a, it happens once a year, people. It, and it's super exciting to watch. And there is an event later and on cold. that night after polar after everybody had the opportunity to warm up a little bit. There is a, an event later on that evening. Yeah. So we're partnering with 207 Longhouse. It's midwinter. So we're giving a pizza supper for the everybody that shows up starting at 5.30 p.m. And I know tourism got the rail to sponsor it. So... There's, There's pizza. lots of partners. Lots of pizza. <laughs> we, we partner with a lot of different organizations in the community. So that's one that why not give pizza to everyone that's going to go dance. It just sounds like a fun event. And that's not quite the final event, but there is a Saturday event that you were mentioning just a little while ago, Cheyenne. Yeah, KCS is going to have a music and lip sync extravaganza. So they're going to have to... The pay to get in, there's an admission of $5. Children and elders are $3. The event will start at 6.30, but the doors open at 6 p.m. I know they still have room if people want to sign up for the lip sync. There's different categories. You can call KACS and S for Corley Bova, as well as throughout the whole two weeks of Winter Carnival. So from January 16th to the 28th at this event, so Saturday the 28th, we're going to have our half and half that's been going this whole time and being drawn at their intermission. So if you want to get a ticket, you can even stop by the youth center and pick up half and half ticket. They're $5 each. And again, it's going to the cultures of the South Pacific for the teens for 2024. As of right now on Monday... The 23rd, the amount that we have raised right now is $1,400. Wow. So we still have five more days until we draw it. We could just see it growing. So get your half and half tickets at any one of the events. And we're drawing that, like she said, at the intermission of the lip sync battle or extravaganza. One of the, the lip sync actually happened in the past. It was one of those events, same thing as the the Wajarunya, where everyone was last minute. Wanted to get into the show and there was absolutely no more capacity. So get there early, get your tickets early. They're already on sale. The acts are always good to watch, especially with TikTok going on. Everyone does TikTok. So let's get out there. Let's uh, get more acts in there. It's, it's always fun. It's always a, a really good event overall. So we still have plenty to look forward to from the Winter Carnival schedule for this week. And before I let you guys go, could you tell me personally what has been your highlight of the Winter Carnival so far? I love Glow in the Dark Day. I, <laughs> I helped set it up and I did take part in some of the fitness classes that were going on. The after school program, they had their own dance and the volleyball tournament is always has a well we had eight teams signed up it was great it's always fun to have music and lights and you see the colorful tape all over the building it it really brightens up your mood i talked to some of uh, the instructors who have yoga and they're like this is not a normal yoga class but they really enjoyed it so i was happy that they could try something new and 
have some fun in January. <laughs> I love the broomball tournament overall. As much as I like all of the other tournaments, like the glow-in-the-dark day and the outdoor carnival days, broomball is just one of those events for me. First, when I was a teenager and I was trying to get to KYC to sign up first to get a team in because that's how quickly they went to now organizing it and refing it and being on there and just being in that the atmosphere of the broomball tournament because it only happens once a year it, it's just one of those ones for me it's actually if we talk about like numbers of participants the broomball and as well as the the skating night we had a wear blue uh skating party and those two nights both had over 200 people at each event so it was a lot of people like to do these type of events and it's great to make it continue for the next 50 years. So I know you guys both have crazy schedules as we're <laughs> literally like smack dab in the middle of winter carnival. So I just wanted to say Nyawagoa to you both for coming in and talking to me today. Yeah, thank you. The views and opinions of the guests expressed in this podcast do not reflect those of your DWSA and its employees.